Hi, everyone, and welcome to the B-Roll Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Justin. And we're back after... Feels like a long time. Yeah, hiatus. It's been... I mean, by the time you hear this, it'll probably be about two weeks since our last episode. Yeah, or I almost. So. It, um, I it was only yeah, I guess it was one full week. and then Yeah, one full... Yeah, it's been... We're recording on the Thursday of time the doesn't 18th? Exist. Time doesn't exist to me anymore. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I did? Let me tell... Okay, no, I can wait, because you're going to ask me about my week, and I'm going to tell you a story. Justin, how was your week? Yeah, it was long. <laughs> um, let me tell you specifically about my Sunday. Um, I went back to an old job I used to have. A very good one. I enjoyed it. But um, I went back to it. And my first shift there was a back shift. That shift goes from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m., which is rough in itself. But before that, I had a shift from the day of that 9 p.m. from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. So you had a five-hour break in between I two In between shifts. those points, I had rehearsal for the fringe show that I'm in. So I had functionally like <laughs> almost like 20 hours of work. <laughs> Just hard existence for that. Like, and I know it doesn't sound like much, but try just being productive for that period for of time. 20 straight hours. What, you're going to do 22, lazy millennial? Yeah, I'm sorry that like <laughs> I only work the shift that the elderly are too frail to get up for. <laughs> elderly don't sleep. They're up at like three. Yeah, they're up at three, but then it takes them till five to lift their torsos. <laughs> we seem like we offend the elderly a lot on this Who, podcast. What, <laughs> I what mean, do you I think know. our age group is? I, I'm going to imagine it's uh, 20 year olds, perhaps 30 year olds. I, I don't I we don't get the demos from the no. SoundCloud Studios doesn't Sound do <laughs> send me the demo list every week says SoundCloud doesn't do shit. Can we please get a new host sign this? I, I know I say that to every podcast, but I really am trying to figure out where to where to put us next because we um for me to explain, we've been doing this for this is our tenth episode anniversary. Woo! Nothing special's planned. We were late. <laughs> um but we've been we've been on SoundCloud for a while and uh, every after we upload four tracks, we found out that uh, we have to pay, um, and we don't really make a lot of money to really kind of justify. This is kind of just for fun, yeah. Um, so we can't really justify getting a, a SoundCloud paid account. So we've been trying to find some place where we can host more episodes for free. I know we're cheap. I'm sorry. When do we start church? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can buy our T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> all our quotes. Uh, we got a plush doll that says America. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, from the Purge and anor- that's from the Purge election year review, which you can listen uh, not anymore because we had to delete it because SoundCloud I made us delete it. Is it not still up on iTunes? I think no, because if it's if it's deleted on SoundCloud, it gets deleted oh, iTunes, it gets so taken out. We're gonna re-upload all of these. Oh, once absolutely. We have once, website. once we figure everything out, we're gonna re-lo- re-upload everything and hopefully get it back on iTunes. Right now, all of our old episodes are just myths. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. We once reviewed a movie called BFG, which there none was of you a, saw. There was a film <laughs> called Popstar. <laughs> You hear this thing called Warcraft? <laughs> it's a rage of the youths. Yeah, so that would be a that'll be a big day when we can finally upload all our old episodes. Cause it's about like six that have been deleted. Yeah. So that's a got a backlog. It'll be a fun thing for you to if you're a new listener to jump in on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our that's our sound. I mean, start. we've been getting progressively stronger, so you get to like backpedal into disappointment. <laughs> <when> <laughs> yeah, like every listener to pop star review, it's it's rough. It's, it's not r- super bad. It's not bad. No, it's not like I don't think it's bad, but we've, we've gotten better. At yeah, I mean, I there's think. more. Na- it's more yeah. natural now. Yeah, we got a rhythm going. I agree, Justin. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Four stars. 
I give it four stars as well. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, so this week was a strange week. Week. <laughs> well, I week guess <laughs> the last two weeks, really. Mm. After, our first, after our last episode, which was our ninth, we decided, hey, let's do something special for our tenth. It's mm. been doing, we've been doing this for like two months now. Let's do something special. So we invited a friend uh, on, mm. um, but because of schedule conflicts, he had to back out. Uh, then, because of Justin's insane work schedule that he talked mm-hmm. about, he had to back out of a recording as well. Yeah, that's pretty standard for how I work now. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we decided we'd watch uh, a movie, which I'll talk about soon. Mm. Uh, we'd watch it separately and then record um, today. Yeah. Uh, but then that also... Then my schedule doubled sc- down. <laughs> um, so we've both watched two different movies. Uh, we don't know what we think of each other's. Yeah, all we it. have is the titles. All we have is the titles. So it's going to be another lightning round. <laughs> Review session. I regret that sound I just made. I'm going to edit out that, and then it's going to be a weird <laughs> chunk of silence for me. Lightning round. <laughs> Review session. <laughs> there, you can you can lo- you can take that chunk of audio and, and place it. It was that way. quiet part of the thunder. Like, it's between strikes. It's not just <laughs> consistent cacophony. So, yeah, this is going to be another lightning round review like we did a few weeks ago. Um, this time, Justin's going to kick us off. I am. And I watched one of my favorite genres, which, okay, my review is biased because this is, like, just, like, in terms of premise, this is a lot of what I enjoy in a movie. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie Anthropoid, starring primarily Cillian Murphy and Jamie Dornan of Fifty Shades of Grey fame. Fifty Shades of Grey fame. 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 Was he the handsome one? Yeah, the real handsome one who was a fucking abusive man. Okay, I have a lot of issues with Fifty Shades of Grey. Wow, that's a fresh opinion, So bro. does he. <laughs> that's kind of the best <laughs> Everyone part. hated He has that, that Twilight thing going on. He still took the money, like and he's still going to make Fifty Shades of Grey too. Oh, watch the interviews and look at his eyes. Yeah. It's just like a, w- it's a well. <laughs> well it's a well can, full of mist. He can dive in a well of money. I know. Money can't buy yeah, I'm I'm railroading your review here. You are. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, Anthropoid, which is a historical thriller based around a what I appreciate a lot, a lesser known historical part of World War II, and a part that doesn't get enough credit because most movies about the war are American, and they have that kind of U.S. cavalry symptom where it's just like, and then we won the war. Hitler, we killed him. We it's defeated Stalin too. We took back all of Europe. It's all ours. I mean, Britain was there a bit, but us, yeah. us mostly. And the thing is, is, this movie centers around the, uh, well, the two agents, the two leads are Czechoslovakian, which you don't hear of much in more movies. Yeah. And the person who got assassinated, I can't remember his name. It's just transferred now. <laughs> yep, awesome. <laughs> you're a couple decades off. My history's good. No, I mean the band, Franz Ferdinand. You're they still a couple of decades <laughs> off in a different direction. Um, I can't remember his name, but he is historically significant for being pretty much, and I'm quoting right now, but the architect of Hitler's final solution. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, and like, he was a, he was a general and important, like all that, but a big part of this is like, it's a bit about religion. Like, mm-hmm. it, d- it isn't super addressed in the movie, but, like, Czechoslovakia, notably a country that has that kind of base in it, fighting back against an oppressor. Because mm-hmm. it was Czechoslovakia. They weren't doing great in that yeah. in that war. And, um, but about the movie. Like, historically, and, and, like, I read some reviews on this. Apparently, like, 
dead accurate to the events that actually happened. Obviously, that's some, rare. Yeah, and like apparently some like character moments and things. Obviously, that weren't mm-hmm. can't be historically accurate and that kind of thing. But like right. down to like the slightest like the injuries sustained in the assassination attempt were accurate to history like it's just amazingly researched and i respect the hell out of that and beyond that um actors were great like cillian murphy doesn't fail somehow Cillian murphy's top notch even in that uh justin timberlake in time movie he's the best part of that movie yeah he's he's usually pretty good movie um um Jamie Dornan, well, like, I found he was a little flat, mm-hmm. but at the same time, worlds better than the last one. Like, yeah. he actually, he can't, like, I think he's just, like, it's, like, an experience thing, maybe, because yeah. he was a model before that movie, but, like, yeah. Really? Yeah, no, that's the... I didn't know that. Yeah, no, Jamie Dornan was a model. Okay. <laughs> he lo- yeah, he looks like it. That was his thing. But, no, he's, like, actually, like, a bit flat, but, like, a solid performance, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, Beautiful set pieces. Music was a bit generic, and like that's kind of my biggest complaint about it is like, it's it's like I love them, but it is a World War Two movie. Like you could superimpose the music and character moments from Saving Private Ryan over it, and yeah. not lose not lose you more uh, Valkyrie. That was that Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, just because oh, wow. like okay. that it's more about like subterfuge, insurrection, these mm-hmm. kind of things. Um, but yeah, like it's it's pretty. Like it's pretty generic war and generic generic thriller. Like same like there's suspense, but it's like expected suspense and it's like. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a spoiler if you look up the history of this. It doesn't turn out soups great, because <laughs> <laughs> you know Nazi Germany was not exactly light on Czechoslovakia during that period. No, <laughs> or any period or anyone. Yeah, Nazis, we're against them. Yeah, they're bad. Let's give it a thumbs up. Oh, no, no. Um, very well acted. Very well shot. Um, tropey. Music could definitely have used some work. It's just like drum explosion was big. Have you heard like like uh, a recent World War II movie that had a score you really gravitated to? Recent, no. Like, 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 like I guess the last one like I could th- that you could think of would be like Private Ryan probably. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Like, not a movie, but the series Band of Brothers was amazing for fair enough, yeah. orchestration. Like, yeah, I, d- I wonder. Like, maybe if there is like a, a limit to like the s- the scores people are willing to put in for a World War Two movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it shouldn't be the focus anyway. I think that's kind of the point. Like, yeah. I mean, it can obviously bolster things, and like they did. Like Saving Private Ryan is my like epitome of World War Two movie. Yeah, it's my favorite one of that, and it's just like music is there, but sparingly. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. <laughs> it makes it's weird if there's music in the battle kind of thing. Yeah. And shaky cam used right. Oh, Jason Bourne. Um. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't think Cute about that. Us. Um. But yeah, Anthropoid was fun. Anthropoid was really. Com- yeah. It's kind of hard to get like I, because it's a that it's a pretty it's like plot down, so you're afraid yeah. to get spoilers. Yeah. No, I don't want to touch it okay. too much because it's like it is suspenseful. I was kind of spoiled, but I was just like, I wonder how this... Is, like, I looked up the event when I found... Oh, it's about this. I wonder how I know the ending. <laughs> 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 Fucking history. And if they had changed it... You know what? That kind of helped, because if they had changed it, I would have yeah. liked it less. And yeah. Like that great escape thing where <laughs> one dude <laughs> just Steve rides McQueen up. rides a motorcycle <laughs> to freedom. <laughs> Although he does get captured, to be fair. Does he? Yeah. Have you at the end of great? No one escapes in the Great Escape. Yeah. Uh, spoiler. But everyone else old. gets fucking shot. <laughs> yeah, everyone gets murdered, but Steve McQueen gets to live because he's handsome. 
I'm going to keep throwing baseball at myself. I kind of like Great Escape. It's a good movie. It's good. It's long as hell. But it's yeah. just like that ending is just like... It, it does. I, I Yeah, it does kind of ruin yeah. it. Historical accuracy, very solid in this movie. I don't want to say too, too much plot-wise because suspense. Yeah, it's, all, it's a thing. lot of plot. And it's good. It There's a dip. That's kind of my mo- one complaint where it's like really tense and then just kind of lacks for a while mm. and like ostensibly the building of suspense but it just kind of just like okay wrap wrap this up like you're just kind of getting impatient like you established your stakes you don't have to keep reinforcing them Mm -hmm. okay and uh i don't know if there's too much more to say about it without getting spoiler right cillian murphy's so fucking impressive (laughs) i don't understand (laughs) he's just a damn good actor would he be considered a character actor yes okay Uh, i think the best explanation of what a character actor to me is uh a film prof told me it's an actor who's not handsome. <laughs> and I don't mean to be mean, but Hil- Cillian Murphy is not a traditional definition. He has definition. an odd face. He does. I f- like, he's, he's he, he has an odd face. <laughs> I thought you were about to be like, he's a handsome boy. <laughs> he a, I, he's like, when he was younger, like when he's in 28 Days Later, he's rather, okay. he's, a lead, he's a leading man in that. He's not movie handsome, but like if you saw him on the street and he's like, oh shit. Striking. <laughs> Yeah. That's the word. Striking. For it. Striking. John C. Riley striking. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody is as unfortunately talented and unfortunately attractive as <laughs> him. <laughs> Ouch. He's an amazing He's fucking a great actor. actor <laughs> but yeah, the, they gave him all he the just talent. Just has kind of goof face. It's unfortunate. I want to see him in like a tense drama. I would like to see Chicago, baby. Apart. <laughs> drama. Tense as hell. Mr. Cellophane. It's the best part of the movie. When he sings Mr. Cellophane. I'm I love musicals. I can't really comment <laughs> on this. Um the next three minutes of this are gonna be me singing <laughs> All They Care About Is Love. No. This ain't no singing podcast. Because we'll get sued for copyright. It's the sound of music. The Nazi who forces the kids to sing. Wow, that is. I referenced another musical, and you're just like, no. But you did stick to the Nazi. I deny your reference. I did not see that interruption coming. (sighs) I've had enough of these jokes, and frankly, I'm sick of it. One pun per episode. (laughs) 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 Son of a bitch. All right, so Anthropoid, a uh, pretty solid recommendation. Yeah. I, see, oh, I, don't I don't know if I can recommend seeing it in theaters. I want people to see it, but I like. I w- I will be honest. Like for me, I'm I'm waiting for it to come on DVD. Yeah, just because of the, just because of that, like, it's not even a plot hole because it's still like there's still good like acting and character building and that kind of thing in that time frame. It's just kind of like where's the suspense? The suspense I think should be mostly based around plot, mm-hmm. unless it's like just unveiling a character kind of thing. And even then, that becomes the plot. But they tend to hang a bit much on character over event. Kind of partially, I imagine, in the name of historical accuracy, because these events, like, the two big plot points, which I'm not going to spoil, mm-hmm. are pretty, like, distant in terms of when they occurred, oh like, okay. historically. But So they need a lot of connective tissue to yeah. so many other... Okay. Yeah, there's good, like, there's good action, there's good betrayal, there's good acting, especially from Cillian. See it, see it on DVD. Cool. All right, so that's Justin's review. I did, I guess, a complete 180. I'm just going to change the tab. All right, no worries. No worries at all. Um, So I saw uh, something completely different than Anthropoid. I saw Sausage Party. (laughs) Want to retry the pronunciation of sausage there? Yeah, I do. I've noticed in my years I have a lisp, and I don't like it one bit. (laughs) 
I saw a sausage party. You literally. And I'm not afraid. Who knows it? The odd thing is that when you're doing your acting, it's not Man. extant. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm self-conscious about it. I saw a sausage party. I slur words. Don't worry about it. Come on. God damn it. I saw a sausage party. Let me continue. This is to make up for that first <laughs> railroad. Train's coming back. Go ahead. I saw a sausage party. <laughs> uh, uh, pretty well known, I think, at this point. Uh, the trailers were fairly ubiquitous when uh, it looked like it was going to be a family-friendly romp, and it was made by Seth Rogen and his stoner fi- uh, minions. Family. Uh, Family. I was going to say friends, I said family, then no, they're more minions. and uh, uh, Stoner horde. And uh, I was pretty much hooked by the trailer, because I, I really wanted to see this movie. Um, so I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, I think this is the funniest movie of the year. Really? Really. That's bold. Yes. I That's think good. this is funnier than Popstar. Uh, not like by a huge margin, but I do think it is funnier than so Popstar. Funny enough. Yeah. Um, It's a super short uh 90 minutes. Um, Sick. That's no, not a bad thing for a comedy. No, for, for a com- especially in like modern comedies where like they can go for two long. hours or long. Like the Judd Apatow stuff that goes on for way too long. That's, I could knock all that comedy. Um, um, so let me just uh, give the plot and then I'll talk a little more about um, the themes because this movie is actually a bit thematic. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. So basically food is alive, but we can't perceive that it's alive um, unless we take bath salts, which is a plot point later in the movie. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, so the food lives in a. Uh, we follow this uh, hot dog named Frank who wants to be reunited <laughs> with, with his uh his. He's in a bag of with other hot dogs, and across the shelf from him is his uh, hot dog bun, who's his girlfriend, and he wants to get reunited. What's her name? I forget. Uh, played by Kristen Wiig. Not everyone's name's a pun. Oh, okay. Only his name's a pun. I think uh, in the main cast. Um, but so they believe people come to them and take them to the great beyond. Um. So right up front, the movie basically establishes food uh, as a religion. Um, they believe people are the benevolent gods who take them to the great beyond, which is a metaphor for heaven. Mm. People sort of blindly follow this faith, and they've sort of perverted this faith into saying um, they will, uh, like um, this bottle of um, German uh, sauce says it wants to eradicate the juice. <laughs> and that is all covered in the first three minutes of this glorious musical number by none other than Alan Menken. What the fuck? Oh that my gosh. Alan Menken. <laughs> it's a really good song. It's called The Great Beyond. It's really catchy and well done. Um, and it's a great parody of like those Disney musicals that are always chipper. And it's like, um, so what kind of kicks the whole plot off is um, Frank and his hot dog bun and his bun girlfriend are, are taken into a, a cart. Um, but they are, um, the cart crashes in the grocery store, and Frank encounters a can of honey mustard played by Danny, McGri- Danny McBride, yep, yep. Um, who swears up a storm in just three minutes, um, which kind of reminded me why I love Danny McBride. Yeah, that's talent. No one can swear like him, and he basically tells them that like you're a fucking idiot, you're going to get eaten. And so Frank kind of goes on this big quest through the grocery store to find out the truth of this conspiracy through the grocery store through the grocery store yeah the whole movie takes place in one night at the grocery store when all all the humans are gone um so frank kind of travels through different sections he meets a jewish bagel played by edward norton doing a woody allen impression and a um an an islamic piece of non bread uh, yeah, that's and so they're feuding because the bagels live on one part of a shelf and share it with the non the 
Islamic Isles Rail. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and they're like, and they're like, can't you just share the aisle? And it's like, you're ridiculous. We can't possibly share it. There's not nearly enough room. Um, which is another metaphor for religion, obviously. Um, so I don't really want to wow, get too much of the heavy on. It's, the it's <laughs> very heavy on on the religion. Theism. Um, and along the way, they meet countless puns, um, countless food puns, which are pretty funny. Um, I'm always a fan of puns. Uh. I think they're indispensable I, I, I in the comedy. <laughs> like, they, there's one scene where they keep bumping into a bottle of Canadian beer, and all the cans keep saying sorry. <laughs> um, okay, that would, um, this movie's getting me on the dumb level. Yeah, like, half the puns are just stupid, but the other half are hilarious. Um, uh, me, in the meantime, they're also pursu- pursued by a douche, a, a literal douche. A douche. Yeah. Played by Nick Kroll, um, perfectly Is, cast. Let me just ask you here. Is the entire like Rogan team in this movie? Is Pretty that much. Kind of thing? Franco's in it. Um, Hill. Hill's in it. Sarah's in it. Uh, Sarah, actually, Michael Sarah actually gives one of the best performances in the movie. Really? I couldn't even tell it was him till the credits. He actually, like you, you can you can tell it's him. Like you can you can catch his voice, but he actually does a lot to just go beyond just the. Mm, mm, mm. He actually like gives a performance. Which, oh, which, is, which was impressive. Claps, claps <laughs> for Michael Sarah. Canadian treasure, my boy. It's he, not is he good that far. I don't know. He feels Fuck, Canadian. I, feel Canadian, I, I think he think might he just is. be conflated with Ellen Page. Ellen at this Page, point. and he did Scott Pilgrim, which is set in Toronto. So I just assume he's. That Canadian. is the thing. I'm probably wrong. Actually, that is Never the mind. thing I forget most about. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim's in. It's Toronto? so Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ish. Um, <laughs> Global community. Yeah. So I guess to yeah. get more on the technical. Um, so it, it is uh, completely hilarious. Um, it is completely over the top of the swears um, to the point where it they lose some of their power. Mm. Um, I'm not joking when I say probably at least every three minutes someone says fuck, um, which I think they were just kind of delighting in the fact that they're making an animated movie that's rated R yeah. and looks like a Pixar movie. It does look well. It looks pretty good. I, I'm not going to say it looks as good as a Pixar movie because um, <laughs> no. it, it doesn't. That's an insane bar, though. That's yeah, um, but I, I would say it's on par with the DreamWorks. Not like the really good DreamWorks, but a, a medium budget DreamWorks. Oh, cool. It's one of their like filler movies. Yeah, kind of. it, it it looks it looks like it, it looks like it belongs on big screen. Oh, cool. Like, um, if you took out all the fucks and the violence, it's <laughs> you could redub it and it would be a kids movie, but it'd be twenty minutes long because it's mostly fucks and violence. Um, so that, that's one my one complaint with it. Um, I will say the ending um is absolutely deranged. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a giant fight slash orgy. Um, uh, it's <laughs> out of control. If it was not animated, this would be NC-17 and banned in every country. Whoa! <laughs> um, not every country. Um, a lot. Um, but then the epilogue to it, I think, is a bit of weak. Um, it kind of speaks to the fact that they, I don't think they had a proper ending for it, so they kind of just cop out with a bit of a meta this ending. This doesn't feel like a movie with, like, those plot driven from a... I've I mean, it's got it. a very standard, like, quest narrative. Like, Frank has to get to a one end of the grocery store to find yeah. the truth, which is basically he has to find a cookbook and show yep. it to everyone that the religion is a lie. Um, it yeah. sounds like, like, and this is just me guessing, I haven't seen the movie, but yeah. it sounds like it's like pretty heavy on like the, the individual scenes rather than the... Uh, I, I mean, I guess every movie's kind of dependent on its individual scenes, well, but yeah. it does have a narrative thrust. Sketch like rather it's, than... It's not, I actually would say yeah. this is uh, Rogan's most complete movie oh. in that he's... I think the fact that it's animated, they had to come in with a script, because so much of Rogan's movies, I think, come in with an outline and then they just improv like improv. crazy. Yeah. Like I like this is the end, but you know, most of that movie was like them just riffing, yeah. which yeah. I think results in a lot of flab. This movie mm. is 
it's a ton of jokes, but there's not much flab. There's not much. I don't get a sense that they were just like going in like, oh, let's just. There wasn't much riffing involved. No, this is we've got a bunch of jokes. We got a script. We go in. So I would say this is most not his best movie, his most concise and complete movie. Not Um, his best movie. Close. I mean, I'm not like a crazy Seth Rogen fan. Yeah, I'll be honest. He's fine. He's fine. Like. Actually, maybe it is. It might be my favorite of his. I don't know if it's his best. Like, I, I would say maybe this is the end I like a little more. Because yeah. I really like this is the end. It was bafflingly well yeah. done. I have a soft spot for Pineapple Express. Uh, I, I just do. Mm. I, I can't really explain why. I just I kind of like Pineapple Can't Express. or shouldn't, like, legally. <laughs> I, I, like, I like it. I don't like James Franco, but I, I like it. Um, but yeah, I, I think Sausage Party is... It actually has something to say about religion b- besides yeah, it's just, it's isn't bad. it funny that food would have a religion? It's, it, it is talking about how they think religion is bad, but it's also like talking about how atheists need to stop being such assholes about trying to force uh, it down I people's see. throat. Well, that's where you put Danny McBride around. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, I think it's, <laughs> this is going to sound really pretentious, but it's like the most positive affirmation of active nihilism in, in mainstream movies this year um, because it is about destroying old past, but not just stopping there and building your own path mm. um, free of religion, um, which I could understand a lot of people might find off-putting because it, it is at the end of, the, like, no matter how much balance it tries to give to atheism and religion, it's it's very anti-religion uh, if you read into that's that. That's fair. Um, which is, you know, rare in a movie if you actually think about it. Most movies reinforce the Christian. The at the very least. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sausage Party, I, I really liked it. I thought it was really funny. Definitely see it in theaters. It's really? not in three okay. D, yeah, which is a nice treat for an Yay. animated movie. <laughs> Nothing is in fucking two D. <laughs> Woo! Not in three D. Let's see uh, Suicide Squad. Wanna? <laughs> Can I tell you a, a heart, a scary story? Not scary. Hmm. This isn't scary at all. Um, it's a uplifting story. Oh, okay. I That's walked, the opposite of scary. I, I'm very close to the theater, and one night I was kind of bored this week, and I walked to the theater, and it's like, oh, Suicide Squad's playing. And I stayed outside the theater for 10 minutes, debating with myself. And I walked home, and I played Prototype 2 and went to bed. <laughs> and I'm, I'm very gar- proud of I you. I guarantee that was a better night than I would have had in Suicide Squad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually enjoying Prototype 2 in a way. It's, it's in, not, a way. in a way. It, it has its niche. It's better than one. Because um, it, it's, it's, it feels like an expansion Great. pack. <laughs> You like Prototype. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's always lived in the shadow of Infamous, and this is nowhere near as good as Infamous. Hmm. Um, but I, I, it's... I was con- I was mixed up. I actually really like... I was thinking I was thinking Infamous, because Infamous Oh, you don't like Infamous? Not infamous. as much. Not as much as Prototype. Really? I kind of like the, like, just, like, organic nature mm. of Prototype, whereas I feel like a cartoon hero in Infamous. Really? I think it's the other way around for really? me, because... Well, in prototype, I can jump off the Empire State Building, elbow drop an old lady, and then eat her husband. It's uh, the infamous. E- but it's I a mean, lot like more slow and methodical. Physically, or physically organic. <laughs> like okay. well, yeah, your powers are of your body. Kind of thing. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I'm I'm enjoying prototype too. I think it's, I do think it's better than one. Um, I think it's they've just smoothed out the controls a bit. I yeah. don't think it really justified being a sequel. Um, you would have liked it more as an expansion. Yeah, I think just refine the the controls and yeah. This is, I don't think it really... And the story is absolute trash. It's worse than the first game. Um, the, the story is such garbage. Alex Mercer. <laughs> like, have you played the second game? I haven't. Okay, I'd like to. You, Mercer's the villain. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Mercer. And you play Argent Heller, who is probably one of the worst video game characters I've ever seen. Really? Like, 
his whole motivation is Mercer killed his wife and daughter. How original, right? Mm. Uh, so he goes about trying to kill Mercer. But then he like cracks these awful jokes. Like he'll he'll assimilate someone. He goes like, mind if I borrow your DNA? Thanks. Or like he's like, oh, I got to hunt down this guy. Used to be a deli owner. Well, now he's you're going to find out what it's like to be sliced meat. <laughs> it's like, and I got to get the guy who killed my wife and daughter. Ugh. It's, oh, he's awful. Real serious Batman voice. Voice acting is atrocious. Um, we're really off point here. Uh, main <laughs> main point here is Prototype 2 is good. Don't send Suicide Squad. And Sausage Party uh, is probably one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. I've really, really enjoyed it. Very offensive. Very crass. Very crude. But I think it does have a message. And if you can kind of get past its crudeness, I think you'll find a lot to enjoy. So I would definitely recommend Sausage Party. I thought Party. you were about to say charm. charm. <laughs> if you can get past its charm. <laughs> it does have a charm, I think, in mm. its own way. Um and it's it's just so unique. I I just out of curiosity, I think you should see it. Yeah. Just because I've in my lifetime I've never seen a animated movie in theaters that's rated R. Yeah, that's so, true. I mean, a kid, uh, one that looks like a kids movie. Yeah, yeah. There have definitely been like, there have been like, there have been like uh, Scanner Darkly is technically animated. So good. <laughs> so good. All right, so that's two pretty solid recommendations, very across the spectrum. So depending on your mood this week, maybe you'll enjoy one, the other, or both. Wait for DVD for the other. Yeah. All right, so I guess we should get into recommendations. Recommendations. I go first this week. Yes, this is a late record. For I sorry, I just want to mention this. We usually record like midday, and it's yeah. like it's comfortable. I can comfortably call this evening. This is. It's cooler. It's less hot. Yeah, that's I don't true. like it. I mean, we're in a very insulated room, so. Doesn't matter. Large room. Large room. Everything's different this time. <laughs> yeah, we were in a separate room. Like it's kind of like the mirror opposite of the other room, so yep. it feels very strange. Uh, so this last week I recommended an album, so I'm going to keep on that track. I'm going to recommend another album. Um, came out two years ago. <laughs> Not recommending Prototype Two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I got it for nine bucks at EB. So yeah, if you I see it, recommend go that. For That's it. fine. Go for it. If you find nine bucks, fine. Um, it's junk food video game it's you'll play it once and i doubt you'll ever play it again but it's it's fun while you play it uh, mm-hmm. that's not my recommendation my recommendation is uh from 2014 chromio's white women really yes oh god <laughs> in heaven <laughs> so you remember chromio yep our friends uh you have made me remember chromio several <laughs> times <laughs> i'll never let you you're gonna appreciate that song uh <laughs> no i won't <laughs> so chromio came out two years well they've been out for about a decade now but they last year they two years ago they kind of exploded with that song jealous um if any remember it it was kind of a big hit of the summer um sure big hit ish i like it justin seems to put air it. quotes <laughs> around all three of those words i think you ever listened to jealous once and never listened to it again yeah, I'm sure it has. N- <laughs> I'll s- I'll see the nuance <laughs> the next time. Um, yeah, White Women. It's um, the super playful dance dance synth pop record. Um, kind of similar to Neon Indian, just a little brighter and poppier. This has been your jam recently. It has been. I've been kind of just digging that for a while now. So mm. I'm going to recommend more of it if people are following me down that rabbit hole. Um, so Jealous, of course, is the big single from the album, and I think it is, in my opinion, a really excellent dance pop record. Um, especially, I think you could agree at least that modern pop music is very mopey and slow nowadays. So I would say something kind of bright and poppy is a nice break. Mm. Um, but the rest of the record I've kind of rediscovered and it's quite excellent. There's, Mm. um, a great track called come alive, which is also a really bright, um, dance song with Tori. Why Mo? 
I don't know if anyone knows Tori that. Moi. <laughs> um, they've also got a song called Lost on the Way Home, which is excellent. Uh, Something Good, which is all one word. Uh, that sounds like them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think the best track of the album is the final one, Fall Back to You. If you, you want to get into this album, I would say start with Chromeo, Fall Back to You. Um, I think that's a really great starting off point. Um, but I think, yeah, Chromeo's White Woman is kind of an underrated record, in, in my opinion. It didn't really get a, a fair shake when it came out. Mm. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. And they're from Montreal, so you're supporting a Canadian artist. You don't need to. So is Bieber. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> I can rain on my recommendation. I don't rain on I'm your I'm raining on Bieber, you motherfucker. <laughs> You're bringing Bieber into my recommendation. You're tainting it. I didn't mean to utter that elder god's name. <laughs> Spat in the recording yeah. booth. He did. It's disgusting. It's We're going to have to pay for that. That's gross. But no, yeah. Chromia, white women. Uh, give it a listen. Yeah. I will. Don't look at me like that. I, I, will. Wasn't, I wasn't like looking at you to like listen to it. I was, I was just... Give it's it your listen. turn to speak. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is a mine is a hip hop album in the opposite direction in terms of tone. Uh, mine is a record. It's an EP actually, an EP by a, a band called Clipping. Oh, Clipping. Yeah, called uh, Wriggle, mm-hmm. and it's grim <laughs> and kind of weirdly. It's it has weird star power behind it now. The rapper for the group is I hope we get the name right. David Diggs who plays Jefferson slash Lafayette in Hamilton in the Broadway really? musical. The guy and Clipping is in Hamilton. Yeah, wow. same guy. And y- like, if you think he's fast, like a fast rapper in Hamilton, fucking listen to Clipping. That yeah. They're insane. And I don't know, this, ba- this al- it's just the most like animalistic record I've heard. Like he's a, re- he's a fast, aggressive and like, cynically lyrical like his lyrics are very like grim they actually have my favorite song off the album my second favorite song off the album is called summertime and it's pretty much an anti-song of summer <laughs> <laughs> like we're all we're a song of summer supposed to be like things are great it's nice and warm outside at this yeah. point it's just like you can look at it as great but people are still fucking dying <laughs> god damn <laughs> yeah no i uh, i'm gonna Slightly misquote the chorus, which is women so fine in the summertime turn a six to a dime in the summertime. People still die in the summertime all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that kind of thing. And like my favorite song, which is the, it's the titular one, uh, Wriggle. It's like A samples an, a noise song that hates dance songs. It's a parody of dance songs. Yeah. And it it blends together v- like violence and sexuality to make a point. It's just like we portray these kind of the same now. There's this kind of brutality to both of them, mm-hmm. and like that's kind of the album. They're they're one of the DJs. One of the two like people making the like backtracks for the rapper is uh, he's well known in the noise music scene, mm-hmm. and it has that feel. The entire album has that kind of feel to it, where everything sounds like it works really well. The beats are amazing. Like. Very good flow and consistent, sounding wonderful, but at the same time sounding kind of awful. Like everything, <laughs> the all the sounds clash with each other in a way that's really kind of pleasing, honestly, because okay. it emphasizes the kind of like darkness and distrust in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing that I really appreciate, which is diction and rapping. Like that is rare he's nowadays. Incredibly fast and incredibly sharp. Like he can actually like, listening to it once you'll get all the words if you're listening close enough, but it's still just like like amazing flow and mm. amazing beats and like don't listen to it if don't put it on at a party unless you want it to become just a weird brawl <laughs> <laughs> um 
But no, I just like it's a very satisfying EP. It's very well handled lyrically. It's a smart record, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Like lyrically complex, and you can read into it a lot, which I always like. Like you can actually uh, like ascribe multiple meanings to the tracks, which is nice. That is nice. With a kind of like discordant, aggressive tone to it, without being the kind of like generic aggressive. I don't think in any of the songs he re- like he spends any extended time referring to himself, which is kind of rare. That is rare. Rap. Now that you think about it. Like it's mostly just like it's more it's kind of like that like Mad City kind of thing. Where it's just like these are this is shit that's happening everywhere like in this stories. Yeah, yeah, stories that don't necessarily involve him, but it's just like this happened to someone. And yeah. Anyway, that is my recommendation. I recommend highly the Riggle EP from Clipping. But right. Justin, what if I am a Drake fan and I only listen to songs by narcissists? Is there something I can enjoy about Clipping? Nope. <laughs> and I don't want you to. And I don't want to hear you talk about that. Because <laughs> you'll just be like, but where's the, where's the groove? It's like, it's not fucking there. It's yeah. not supposed to be. There's no groove in a lot of Drake songs. There's just... When you come in, I'm mm. He's not a great singer. I love Hot Life Wing, though. I do love that song. We're still? <laughs> I haven't listened to it in a while, but I... I have double standards for women. Yeah, I like it. It's nice I'm allowed to fuck, but they're not. It's like that, that like it's that nice sleazy misogyny where like he acts like he's like a, a nice guy to women, but he's like actually. Yeah, but since I, I left the city, you better not be fucking anyone. Else. <laughs> I own your body. He's Kanye's up front with it. It's like what's like that one line he says? Uh, don't, I am don't, a god. No, don't fuck nobody without telling me. <laughs> Blunt. Thank you, sir. Drake has to pretend that yeah. the lady's the bad I'm person in this situation. Like, I trusted you. Yes, I slept with other people, <laughs> as you can see from the rest of my album. <laughs> but you did, too. For Shame. Shame. You're supposed to be a chaste maiden. <laughs> oh, damn it, Drake. Fucking Drake. I always feel like Drake's, like, just a tweak it a bit. He's on, like, the cusp of doing something great. Mm. Done. Is he? I like, mean, like back to back. That's a great distract. Understandable. Like he's he's understandable, and he's like his lyrics are fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's he's the hottest bad. rapper on on the planet for a reason. You know who I found out I hate today? Gucci Mane. <laughs> he's a well. I mean, personally, he's just a bad dude. <laughs> he, he j- I don't know about he him. He just personally. got out of. Pr- I don't know him personally either. But from police reports, he's usually well, he just got out of jail. He's also a bad rapper. Yes, <laughs> that is, that's more salient point. I don't think he ever closes his mouth during rap. It's just like as many words as you can make with just one consistent like weird mouth shapes. <laughs> no teeth connection or tongue movement. Yeah, he's... Oh, I, I don't like Gucci Mane. Uh, I don't like successful. a lot of, of really popular rap, to be honest. No. Yeah. Well, they kind of blend... like There's a very specific sound and a specific kind of content to them. and You can, you can well, bored of it like really easily. You never really go to the pop charts for like the innovators like you don't even have to go that far off the pop charts to find arcade fire is like just off in there yeah. like or like on rap Danny Brown isn't really on pop no. charts but he's interesting I'm you not hear about this Danny Brown <laughs> fuck off <laughs> <laughs> that nonsense yeah. no Danny he's Brown's great yeah Danny Brown like you're just there's yeah, chance there's chance there's there's plenty just off the mainstream you don't have to you don't even have to dip your toe that far out to find plenty of good stuff oh there's a connection that I meant to make with clipping um Death Grips. If you like Death Grips, you're going to like Clipping. That's yeah, they sound like Death Grips from what, I've, what you've told me. Kind of. like A lot more just like focus on the flow and just kind of up-tempo thing rather than just weird static that is Death Grips. <laughs> I also love Death Grips. But Fuck a girl, you're 
Guillotine. Fucking love death grips. There, it's a death grip song. There you go. Death grips is rad. I know you like that. I like death grips. I love death grips. You ever hear that show they did where they um they didn't go on stage? They just like put a they like put an iPod on. I think they put like some like iPod on play and just left it on the stage. Really? And didn't go up. So and like the crowd paid tickets to see them, so they just trashed the set. That's kind of rad. <laughs> that like, sounds like Death Grips. They're such dicks to their fans. <laughs> like that album cover they have, which is literally just a picture of their dick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got clipping, wriggle. Yep. Chromio, white women, anthropoid, anthropod, anthropoid, anthropoid. Sausage Party. All very different in their own way. <laughs> All good. All good. So enjoy any of those four. Uh, next time, I don't know if it'll be next week, uh, whenever we can figure this <laughs> out. Maybe this Sunday. Maybe we'll this we'll Sunday smash two out really quickly. We're going to what are we gonna review. This is a good question. What's in theaters right now? Um, Infiltrator Society comes out then. tomorrow. And I so want That, that pushes it. Cafe Society out. No. Unfortunately. Oh, well, that's fine. I actually have been really wanting to see Infiltrator, so uh, that's fine. It's interesting. Um, Suicide Squad's still playing, as we mentioned. In 3D. 3D. And I'm giving two middle fingers. Um, uh, d- uh, War Dogs, that um, uh, d- d- that uh, Jonah Hill movie where he's a jo- arms <laughs> dealer. You get to coast on Sausage Party for my affection for a while, Jonah Hill. And he's still coasting on uh, Wolf of Wall Street for me. You <laughs> too. <laughs> smoke some fucking crack. It's fucking awesome. Fucking uh, smoke some crack with me, Jordy. <laughs> so gross. And I will be the most Jersey. That was his entire yeah. thing in that movie. Uh, oh, there's uh, Florence Foster Jenkins, that Meryl Streep movie that I definitely don't I think that's going to be see. fine. I don't think it's going to... I think we're both going to be like, meh. That is a Sony Pictures classic straight to DVD that has snuck its way into theaters. No, that's Streep. You can't put Streep Yeah, Streep can't DVD. go on DVD, but it should be. You know what the problem is? I bet she does great. Oh, I'm I sh- bet she's a phenomenal... <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing technically wrong with that movie. Yeah. I just... That period never really interests me very much. It's going to get nominations and it's not going to win anything. I doubt it. An August movie, they'll forget. Yeah. For everyone in the Academy is like 70 years or older. They they're sleeping movie. now. Yeah. That's why they save movies to like December 29th. So it's like, oh, oh, that movie was new. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's Sometimes good. it works. Mad Max. Um, well, I mean, Mad Max was like came out in July and they still remembered it. That's, that's a mark of quality. Yeah. <laughs> We're all over the place. Well, we'll see something, folks. We'll see a film. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a longer episode than I thought it would be. Yeah, we which I feel like was... That was good. Yeah. For our 10th episode. We're so old. And the podcast is canceled. Oh, We're man. done. <laughs> so is the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> God, we've been friends for so long. <laughs> don't talk. I'm going to keep... I'm going to give dates. <laughs> <laughs> well... This has been a weird episode. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we filled it with a lot of inside jokes. Only we will enjoy it, but that's what the 10th episode about. Read the about. Metro reviews. <laughs> you can't. The past canceled. ones. Go to some back the issues. Back, people have back issues of the <laughs> Metro. From 20-odd nine. Ah, very good year. <laughs> I don't know why 80-year-olds would have <laughs> back issues from 2009, but why, why not? They're the group that has back issues of physical newspapers. Yeah, weirdos. <laughs> You're nope. <laughs> Never mind. 
Well, uh, I think that'll probably do it for the B-Wall podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Justin. And have yourself a good day.